Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Good evening, y'all. Welcome. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. You got me, Hushmo, driving this train this evening. It's June, June 13th, y'all. June 13th, 2020. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. I, uh, I thought this would be a, uh, a really quiet evening, but uh, unfortunately, we've got to start the show off reporting on a uh, another police killing. Black man unarmed killed in Atlanta by policemen last evening. I don't know <clears throat> all of the details, but. This thing was close to home, close to my where I live. Really, I mean, it's within five minutes from where I live, uh, so it's in my neighborhood. Um, I don't know what happened. The details to me are still kind of sketchy. It seems as though that was in a a line at a Wendy's. Somehow, I don't know, uh, one thing led to another. He's out of the car. It's two officers tasing him. Uh, somehow the guy, story has it, uh, take a taser from two police officers. And uh, next thing you know, they're shooting him, killing him, in fact. Two police officers, an unarmed black man, the policeman's. Apparently, somehow resorted to shooting this guy, killing this guy, and uh, people in the street again. I, you know, I, I still, this still got to see him a little more, got to get a little more detail. The police chief resigned here in Atlanta. Um, I, it's it's a mess, you It is one mess. Uh, we, like I said, it's just, it's just, Art wrenching, uh, gut wrenching. Come on, um, week after week, and have to talk about a tragedy uh, in our community uh, like this. Uh, welcome to the Asheville Black Forum. That's just uh, sad of the times, I guess. Yo. We got we got to get through this thing. We've got to we've got to put an end to this this craziness that's going on in our community. We've got to put an end to it, y'all. How do we do that? I don't know. All I know is we've got to do it. We've got to do it, y'all, some kind of way. Because this is, this just don't make no sense, y'all. To me, it doesn't. Why, why, why is this thing not... Uh, Why is this not uh, giving me uh, information I want here? Let's look at the episodes. Uh, I, I don't know. This thing get uh, 
I don't know. This thing. Yeah, let's see if we can do it. I, I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, yeah, because uh, let's do it right now. Uh, uh, this is crazy because uh, we uh, uh, you think that uh, well, one thing we we don't have any leadership at the national level. We know that. But uh, still, we've got to uh, we've got to uh, get a handle on this thing, y'all. It's uh, it's tearing us up. It's tearing the country up. It's tearing our community up. Uh, and we we've got to get a grip on it. Some kind of way, we've got to get a grip on it. I mean, I uh I don't know. I you know, I don't have an answer. I really don't have an answer, y'all. Uh all I know is we've got to find one. We've got to find one, yeah. It's gonna start November third. Part of that answer is November third. Getting rid of uh Getting rid of this guy in the White House. I'm sorry, y'all. That's where it's got to start. Uh, getting rid of this guy in the White House. We 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 need a. Uh, we desperately need a leader in the White House. We don't have that right now. We just don't have one right now. We don't have one. We just don't have one right now, y'all. Hmm. We just don't have one. And we desperately need one. Uh, got a free call in number to the Hushville Black Forum, one eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. That's a free call in to the Hushville Black Forum. Uh, we don't take many calls out here, but we will. Take a call from time to time, yeah. I've uh, been kind of down in the dumps. For the last uh, last couple of months, really. But uh, every time I think uh, we're just about to turn the corner, uh seemed like something else happened. Something crazy happened now. You know... I, I, don't, I just don't know, y'all. I'm at a loss for uh, what's going on in the country, y'all. I am at a loss with what's going on in this country, right in the midst of a pandemic that's devastating the world. And we have a board of leadership at the top. 
something is really sinister about it, I feel. I mean, here you got, right in the middle of this pandemic, the president want to have uh, these great rallies uh, with a packed house of people, and yet he is putting out a warning that the people have to <laughs> vow not to sue him or him, his campaign, if they uh, contact the coronavirus. Something is sinister about that, y'all. <laughs> oh, yeah, something, something is evil about that whole notion that you invite somebody into a packed arena right in the midst of a pandemic, this pandemic, this coronavirus pandemic, that uh, your own agency, the Center for Disease Control, say that you shouldn't be having rallies of this nature with no mask. He don't want nobody to wear a mask, yet he wants them to sign an agreement vowing not to sue him if they get sick from this virus in that environment. Something is sinister about that, yeah. I'm sorry. Something is sinister about that whole uh, notion that you'd have American citizens flock into your place uh, and don't want them to wear a mask, yet you don't want them to... uh, (laughs) uh, Oh, you're responsible if they should get sick and die <laughs> from this from this uh, coronavirus thing. Something. Yeah, I, you uh, uh, Trump supporters, you better check yourself. <laughs> That's all I got to say. You better check yourself. <laughs> uh, something is wrong with this guy, y'all. <laughs> huh? Y'all better check yourself. Hey, you got me hush about, uh, you know, this stuff is wasn't so serious. It would really be a good comedy. If it wasn't so serious, it would be a great, great comedy. Uh, it's just too serious. Hey, uh, we're going to take a uh, pause for the calls. Uh, we'll be right back. You got me hush Grabbing this train. Advocated on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to the National Black Forum. You got me. I should go drive this train this evening. It's June 13th, y'all, 2020. Uh, uh, great, great uh, weekends weather-wise in Atlanta, y'all. We were uh, just following uh, Harold Verna, El Verna the third golfer. Heck, I was leading that tournament going into the day. He's like two back now going into the final round tomorrow. Couldn't get anything going today. He played shot an even round, which is good. But really, he uh, he must have missed four or five putts uh, that uh, just lipped out on him. Had a solid round. Uh, but uh, the guy's under a lot of pressure. Y'all. Ain't too many Americans rack when they send out there playing uh in that on that PGA, I think they they credit three: uh, Cameron Champ, Harold Verner the third, and of course Tiger Woods. But this guy should have won some by now. Yeah, he's been out there four years, and uh, he's good enough. Harold Verner the third is good enough to win. Y'all, he got a shot tomorrow. He got to go low. But there's there's a bunch of folks within two strokes of the lead. He's one of them. So. He's got to go low tomorrow, and uh, I'm uh, I'm pulling for him. Uh, hey, yeah, that's good to have some kind of diversion <laughs> from uh, what's going on in the country. Uh, the coronavirus is still on the zone. States is opening back up slowly, but uh, there's still a lot, a lot of uh, uh, problems with this virus, y'all, uh, because they haven't got anything. Any kind of uh, fix for it yet? Uh, there's some promising uh, uh, vaccines uh, uh, candidates out there, but uh, they got a long ways to go yet, from what I can see. So keep your social distancing, stay in where you can, y'all, especially uh, us older folks. <laughs> stay in where you can. Don't forget to wash your hands and do all that stuff. But just you know, just keep your distance, y'all. If you don't have to get out, don't. That's my advice. If you don't have to get out, don't. I mean, no. Just uh, mm-mm. I uh, you know, try to get others as uh as infrequent as I can, you know. Now, obviously, after three months, you know, you got to get out and do something, go to the park, take a walk, you know, just uh, go to the golf course. If you play golf, go to the golf course. They, most of them got social distancing and you're outside in the air. I feel kind of safe in that environment, safe as you can. If you got to get outside and get some activity, you need to socialize a little bit. Uh, if you golfers, I, you know, I, I've been out. I've played a couple of times, and uh, it feels pretty safe to me. I'm an avid golfer, but, you know, that's about as far as I go in terms of recreation. For me, uh, I don't hike. I don't do any of that stuff, jog, any of that stuff. And uh, that outdoor activity, I feel is, you know, we've got to get out and uh, just to uh, bring some normal, uh, normal, normalcy back to your life uh, get out and go for a walk and uh, things like that yeah 
But uh, just be careful, y'all. Be careful out there because this thing is still it's a long way from, from being uh, resolved. And uh, it's going to be with us for a while, it looks like. It's going to be with us for a while from what it looks like to me. I got people driving by my house, and it's a good thing. I, I, you know, a couple of my friends just kind of pop drove through my, drove up in my yard. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to tell them to keep their distance, but you know, I they come up, they come up in my yard, and they they're all fascinated by my garden. I got my garden planted in the front yard, yeah. Now, they are a big front yard. Normally, you wouldn't have a garden out front like that. But it's above ground. I got it in beds, uh, wooden beds that I constructed. About four by, you know, four by eight beds. And uh, you can see when, you know, when people drive by, they, they notice that. They, <laughs> it's pretty noticeable. They they see it out there. And I, I sit out front sometimes. They see me sitting out there and blow their horn. I wave, and sure enough, as soon as I wave, they whip in the driveway. What's going on, Brother Cameron? Hey. Hey, what's up? What you got going, growing over there? Hey, man, I got a few things, tomatoes, a few tomato plants, and, you know, the normal old stuff you grow in a garden. You know, a small city garden. And, you know, that type of thing. I, what am I going to do? I can't, you know. I got my, I, well, I got my mask on. <laughs> I try to get, I got my mask on, but invariably I uh, have to show on my garden and get out. And, you know, that garden is really coming along real well, though, I, if I say so myself. And I'm not a farmer, y'all. I was, I was born in the middle of a cotton field. But I, I, I never picked cotton. But I was I was born uh, in the middle of a cotton field. My father was a farmer, a sharecropper. I hate that word, sharecropper. I don't know. I guess it's because there was so little shearing going on, and if you didn't know, <laughs> if you just looked at the definition of the word. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, I, uh, I, I, my garden, if you just look at it, you think I was a real pro. You think I was a real gentleman farmer here. But no. Uh, 
I have to give a lot of credit to my to my daughters now. They didn't want to uh, really put the garden in and planted everything. I'm just a I just a worker. They got me out there with a hoe, y'all, trying to weed the thing out. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the I'm the labor. They got me working like a runaway slave, y'all. Uh, farming is hard work, y'all. Don't let nobody tell you that farming ain't hard work. Farming is hard work. Now, if y'all don't know, you better ask somebody. <laughs> you can, uh, farming is hard work before you uh, think you're going to... If you plan it on going back to farming, <laughs> you, better, you better ask somebody. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you better ask somebody before you get out there talking about thinking you're going back to farming. It might be a necessity, y'all. You might learn you might need to uh you might need to learn to uh you might need to learn how to uh grow some things. I got some watermelons growing too, y'all. I got some watermelon, but think about watermelon. That's a long crop, y'all. That's 70 or 80 days. That's a 70 to 80 day a crop. Watermelons, yeah, it takes 70 to 80 days to bring those things to full uh, bloom, uh, bring them to producing the fruit. Now, that's an African uh, 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 vegetable. And this is, what is a watermelon, y'all? Is that a fruit or a vegetable? Can any, do anybody know? Is that a fruit or a vegetable? Or what is a watermelon? What? How do you classify it? I know it's indigenous to Africa, but what is it? Anybody know? Facebook fans, somebody tell me what a watermelon is. What would you put it at? Is it a fruit or a vegetable or what? Nobody, don't nobody know. Y'all get a hush a ring if you know. One eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. It's a free call. If anybody knows what a watermelon is, where do you put that at? What category? I've got some growing in the garden. I'm gonna I'm curious to see, but I'm looking at the end of July before those things. You know, <laughs> I'm looking at the end of July because I, I planted them what about three three weeks ago. Yeah, about three weeks ago. I think it was about three weeks ago I put them out. Maybe, yeah, about three weeks ago. But, uh, I'm looking at the end of July before these things start. Uh, and the thing is, I think they're going to come out of the, the beds that I have them in. They're going to go out of that thing. They're going to grow out of that bed, y'all. i got to find some kind of way. Well, one of my daughters come out, uh, tying them up, 
and growing them vertically. Now, I, <coughs> uh, yeah, you can you, you can actually. I I guess you could do it. No, no, so I mean the line, but. Yeah, there, there's a way. I, I, I looked it. I looked it up on YouTube. You can grow them vertically. You got to prop them up on something, and uh, you got to tie the melons up once they get uh, to growing. You got to actually tie them things up, hang it, hang them up in a little uh, something like a stocking. That and so you know, watermelon's heavy. Watermelon's get you. Well, y'all know how heavy a watermelon is. You about hanging that thing from a stick or something. You, uh, uh-uh, you got to. <coughs> <laughs> you got to really tie those things up and have them hanging in a basket or something. Something, you know. Hey, you can do it, but I'm not gonna suggest anybody. I'm not gonna suggest anybody try to grow watermelons vertically. Now, one of my daughters talked about. She thinks uh, she can do it, but I don't know. See, I, the, the watermelons out there planted, I planted. Well, I think, I think they put a couple of <laughs> a couple of them in too. But you know, the watermelons is man's. I'm in charge of the watermelons. Well, I'd say I'm in charge. You know, uh, Let's see how we got in this bag. What kind of clothes does he clean? I I I uh, uh we got tomatoes though tomatoes are growing all over the place oh yeah those tomatoes growing all over the place we'll be giving those away or well, a lot of money yeah hey, you almost got to give them away we have too many we have too many of them we got a variety of uh, different tomatoes. I'm going to be, in fact, next day or so, the next day or so, the hush book will be out there picking uh, some of those tomatoes and frying them because I like fried green tomatoes. I'm going to pick some of them while, while they're still green. I like fried green tomatoes. You can tell I'm a country boy. Oh, <laughs> I like fried green tomatoes. I mean, yeah. Oh, my mother used to fry up some tomatoes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, my problem now is trying to uh, keep an eye on them before the squirrels figure out a way to get. I got this these plastic uh, fence 
around the bed. I don't know. I don't know. The fence is about 36 inches tall all the way around the uh, bed. It's like chicken wire, but it's plastic. And supposedly the squirrels don't like to climb. They like to climb on that stuff. They don't climb on it well. They won't mess with it. So but we'll see. I always found that if an animal out there in the wild sees some food, <laughs> uh, it's hard to keep them out. But so far, so far, I, now I've caught them out there looking at it, checking it out. But I don't think any of them has been inside of over that fence yet. So apparently it works. I mean, the, somehow... My daughter was out there the other day and uh, and spotted a couple of tomatoes or strawberries. And something had bitten off of a couple of them. Now, <laughs> I've also got these little rascals that tumble into the ground. They're not squirrels, but something that looked like a squirrel, a little smaller, but they'll bore down in the ground. I'm thinking... I don't know this because I haven't seen a, a a hole in the thing, but I haven't really inspected it. My daughter was telling me that a couple of the strawberries, something had bitten off of them. Something had bitten off of them, but they didn't see anywhere where the thing got through this fence. But I remember that we got, I've got these critters that dig down in the ground dig down in the ground, and it's possible to do that because, you know, the bed just sit on top of the ground. They can dig down and come up. <laughs> animals are smart, y'all. Animals, when they come to food, an animal will figure out a way to get that food if it's out there in their uh, domain. These guards, remember, guards are outside. Guards are outside, y'all. That's neat. That's... Come on. I don't know. I anyway, that's that's something I've got to try to figure out how if something did get inside of the bed with the fence and uh, figure out another way in there. I don't know. <sighs> but if it ain't one thing, it's another. I'm trying to grow food, y'all. I'm trying to grow me some food because I've been telling whether and I'm telling where we're gonna be in another year. I you know, I ain't got no real good feeling about this economy <laughs> bouncing back. I just uh, it's just too many people out of work, though. It's just too many people out of work with too many jobs that may not come back. But many feel real good about where the economy is gonna be or where this country is gonna be in another year. But I don't know. I don't know, but I don't feel good about it, I can tell you that. I hope uh, and pray that I'm wrong, but uh, I just don't know. So gardening is something I might have to become um, uh, an expert at, yeah. I I don't know.
Well, Tiger's not in this tournament. Tiger Woods, he's not in the tournament this week, but I don't know if he's playing next week or not. I don't think he'd want to miss the first shoot tournaments back. You think he'd get back out there? The guy is so, you know, he's so uh, far ahead of uh, the golf player, the golfer that played today, in terms of his uh, achievements already. Uh, he don't have to just get out there and play every week anymore. <laughs> Tell you what, don't have to get out there and play every week anymore, y'all. Uh, that's where he's at uh, in terms of his status in the game. Shoot, he... Yeah. If he didn't play no more until the first major, he still would be the... Uh, <laughs> he, would, he would be the talk. If he didn't play another round until the first major this year, he would be the talk of the tournament. That's just how how big he is. Uh, yeah, but uh, hopefully he'll get back out there because you know we amateur golfers and and fans like to uh, love to watch uh, Tiger and. Uh, Hopefully he'll get back out there and get get back in the mix. Come on, Jane. Uh, Robert Delaney. That's Bobby. That's my cousin. His birthday is February 7th. Hello, Aquarium. Man, I'm at the fan. Yeah, Bobby Lane.
Yeah, I uh to uh who I forget condolences to go out to uh the Robert Williams family uh up in Akron, Ohio. Uh I think last week I kinda of alluded to uh a friend of mine's uh classmate of mine's Robert Williams passed on here uh, a couple of weeks ago. They had his home going this past Monday. I've been inundated with uh, uh, close, close friends and relatives actually uh, transitioning uh, on to the other side here of late. And I've been in a kind of a a down mood from that. uh, And I didn't really... uh, Pay proper homage to uh, this family, the William family. Uh, I do want to send my uh, sincere condolences out to that family. Uh, and uh, probably under normal circumstances, I would have went to, to his uh, ongoing celebration. But uh, these times are so crazy, huh? Uh, but uh, hmm. and just uh, crazy time. I'm in the market for a uh, chipper shredder, y'all. In the market for a chipper shredder, y'all. I. I've got a, I, well, I've got a big yard, and uh problem is the guy that I I had to cut my grass, he had a stroke. Oh, no, this guy's approaching 80. I think he's 79. I mean, he's an old hell a lot older than the hospital. But uh, he had a stroke a few months back, and uh Hasn't uh, recovered from that yet. Mainly, I think he took his license. He can't drive. And uh, that, you know, the consequences of that is that the Hushmo is having to cut his own grass. (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. No, I ain't got no money. No, no. Uh-uh, you got me twisted, on boy. I ain't got no money. I just, you know, this, you know, I, I could have, I, I paid this guy to cut my grass because he gave me a heck of a price. This guy been cutting my grass for thirty years, y'all. Hey, you know, I worked every day, but uh, anyway, oh no, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't got no money to have no real yard man. <laughs> no, uh-uh, you got me twisted, on boy. That's the peanut gallery, y'all. Uh-uh, no, the hush boy ain't got no money. Somebody if I had money, I wouldn't. <laughs> but anyway, let me finish with my story. Because uh, the guy that I had to cut my grass had a stroke, I'm having to uh, 
not only working the yard, you know, I'd be working my garden. I'm having to uh, cut my grass. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, with the, I, yeah, I got a lot of trees in my yard. So the branches and stuff, you got to clean up. And, you know, so I'm thinking, because I'm locked down in the house and been locked down for the last three months and uh, doing yard work and gardening and all that stuff. And I got all these limbs and branches falling around. And he used to clean all that stuff up and haul us to the street. Uh, so, But right now, the husband's got to do it. I, see, I, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not Hey, welcome back. Yeah, good afternoon, sir. Welcome back, uh, we uh got briefly interrupted there. I don't know what's going on. Hey, I, I don't know what's going on. That's on me. That's on me, I know. I don't know what's going on. Something is crazy. Everything is out of kilter, yeah. Everything is out of kilter. The world is upside down. Uh, we did get a SpaceX. Got a couple of Americans up to the space station. Now they got to get them back. <laughs> I'm a big space fan, NASA fan. I, I love to watch those uh, to keep up with uh, the exploits of uh, NASA. Uh, space station, uh, trips to the moon. All that stuff fascinates me. I uh, often uh, say that if I had one career to pick, uh, all over again, I probably would be a pilot. I'm fascinated by, uh, okay, I'm afraid of height, though. <laughs> but I would like to fly a jet plane, like, uh, you know, the F-4 Phantoms, the military stuff. That always fascinated me. But, uh, so, yeah, I keep up with the, the space program. And, uh, I don't know. Hmm. I got a break on uh, I haven't uh, been able to catch up with uh, the news lately other than uh, the protests we got people protesting George Floyd's killing they had a couple of ceremonies for him I want to send our shout outs to the Reverend Al Sharpton he did a great great job of uh, 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 conducting the eulogy at a couple of them and uh, shout out to Reverend Al. Uh, yeah, he did a great job. I'm a fan of Al Sharpton, you know. A lot of folks have a problem with him being uh, 
as boisterous and outspoken as he is, but Al Sharpton does a great job advocating on behalf of uh, Americans of African descent. He uh, does a great job in my mind. So uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Al Sharpton. See if I can catch up on some some news real quick. See what's going on. Here's uh, things that's happening so quick. Uh, like I said, look like the world is sped up uh, quite a bit here in the last three months. It's like things has sped up quite a bit. Look like the world is turning faster. Trump canceled his rally from Juneteenth. You know, because Trump was holding a rally out in Tulsa, Oklahoma, on Juneteenth, uh, 19th, y'all. That's Juneteenth, y'all. It's a, a pretty uh, popular day in the African-American community. Uh, that they has significance because uh, I think it was on that day, June 19th, uh, in Texas, where uh, the slaves first found out that they were free. I think damn near a year after <laughs> the Civil War was over. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> it happened on June the 19th when uh, they uh, finally found out about it. And uh, uh, they... Uh, Celebrated that the day June 19th as a holiday ever since. So, Juneteenth, they call it, is a significant uh, uh, day in uh, black America. And Trump knew that. Well, I don't know if he did, but uh, his uh, organizers did. But they was going to have a Big celebration out in Tulsa, Oklahoma, right by the, which, by the way, is where Black Wall Street is at. Was at until they burnt that down back in the back in the, um, the early 1900s. They uh, kind of stored uh, Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but fake. Uh, he changed the head quite a bit of a blowback. The shark. Twenty-seven year old black man who was shot by an Officer while fleeing during a struggle at a Wendy's drive through late Friday night, according to the Yorker. Rashard Brooks had been asleep in his car in a Wendy's drive through causing other customers to drive around the car. The police was dispatched to the Wendy's around 10.30 p.m. and conducted a sobriety test on Brooks, who failed the test according to the officials. During the arrest, the male subject 
resisted when a struggle ensued. The Bureau of Investigation they also deployed a taser. What is it for? That during the struggle, the male subject grabbed, subject grabbed and was in possession of the taser. It has also been reported that the male subject was shot by an officer in the struggle over the taser. One officer was treated for an injury and discharged after the confrontation. Brooks died in the hospital after surgery. Police Chief Erica Shields imminently stepping down, immediately stepping down after the shooting. The piece of Lance Bottoms announced it in a news conference every afternoon. She also called for the termination of the police officer who shot Bush and for another officer to be placed on administrative duty. While there may be debate as to whether this was an appropriate use of deadly force, I firmly believe that there is a clear distinction between what you can do and what you should do. I do not believe that this was a justified use of deadly force and have called for the immediate termination of Alex Robinson. Robinson says Shields would continue in a different role to be determined in the police department. As Dr. King reminded us many years ago, there is a fierce urgency of now that calls upon each of us, myself included, to be held accountable for the communities in which we are entrusted to serve, bottom said. To the family of Mr. Brooks, there are no words strong enough to express how sincere sorry I am for your loss. I do hope that you will find some comfort in the swift actions that have been taken today. Bottom calls you a solid member of the APD for over two decades. Because of her desire that Atlanta be a model of what meaningful reform should look like across this country, she still has offered to me at least step aside and switch you so that the city may move forward. Look forward with urgency in the ability of trust. So just we need throughout our community policy. On Saturday night, several hundred people gathered in the parking lot of the Wendy's. <clears throat> Those gathered chanted for his. I, you know, this is still, I'm just reading uh, the write-up on this. I, this is still troubling. Why two policemen? Can't uh, you know? You find somebody sleep in a darn car in a winter parking lot. Why you can't uh, unarmed person? Why is it that you can't? Two policemen can't get this guy. Even if you arrest him, get him into jail without killing him. Something you know. What kind of policemen uh, do we have on the force anymore? I mean, you, you know, I, I'm, <clears throat> I don't know, y'all. Yeah. I don't know. My condolences go out to the family. Seems so senseless to me. 
That shit ain't so simple. That people, one minute are alive and the next minute they're gone uh, at the hands of uh, law enforcement. For, you know, they say they gave them a sobriety test and they came up and failed. That's still, that you shouldn't, uh, I mean, you shouldn't die because you failed a sobriety test. That's no reason, you know, I, 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 you know, it's hard for me to get a, a, a grip around this thing. Why so many black people are winding up dead, winding up dead at the hands of the police without, you know, I mean, not violent uh, criminals that, you know, out there ripping and pillaging uh, the area, just uh, some, you know, minor incident infractions with the police, and they come up dead. Uh, I don't know, yeah. I ordered a couple of uh, different masks, these breathable things, and uh, I don't know. Is that thing still on order? I let me. I gotta check and see what happened to the thing. Huh? Uh, the voting this past Tuesday in Georgia, y'all, that thing was crazy. People stood in line up to 12 o'clock at night to cast a ballot, y'all. Somehow in the black neighborhoods, the voting machines didn't work. They got new computers, uh, but don't nobody know how to run them. Uh, you know, that's what I was thinking about volunteering for this November thing. I worked in IT for like, I worked in IT for 40 years. I mean, I could run a computer. I know how to work a computer. <laughs> I, I, I can show somebody how to work a computer, y'all. I might volunteer for some kind of poll work. I'm thinking about it. I see what they got. They just need some expertise, technical expertise in the polling places. I can help handle that. I can help handle that, y'all. They just need some technical expertise in the polling places. I can handle that. Maybe they should look for some retired people like me who worked in IT for uh, some 40 years to man some of these uh, polling places there in case they have some kind of technical difficulty with the uh, computers. You'd have some expertise on hand that could uh, address the issues. Maybe that's what they need. I mean, 
I'd be happy to volunteer for that, and I might even try to suggest that to someone if they need technical expertise in the voting precincts. Everybody should have at least one technical person on site. Every polling place should have a technical expert on site to deal with the computer issues if they if some crop up that way. So I don't know. I may have a role to play. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, uh, so Dr. Fauci's the leading expert said that uh, the U.S. may not see second wave of COVID-19 cases but we haven't uh, Finished with the first wave yet, yeah. People are dying a thousand a day. So, how, how, um, if they continue to die at a thousand a day, I don't know, y'all. How to follow this? Can anybody make sense of it? How, uh, the experts. They shut the CDC down. They haven't been able to say anything in a, a month or two. I don't know. Dr. Amy Acton resigned at mid-backlash against Ohio lockdown after I think the science is on our side, the former CDC director, Judy. Gerber didn't tell CMC, but she cautioned that doesn't say anything about the speed, the safety, and the durability, and all of the other criteria that have to come into play before we have something that we can count on to give us that population immunity. Swiftly, hell, it's been a year. What do you mean, swiftly? How can it be swiftly? And they've been working on it six months already. It's June. They said her first lady. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you sort of lay and moving to the White House. 
in order to renegotiate her uh, prenup, a prenup, prenup agreement with the president. She want more money, y'all. <laughs> That's well. Hey, I don't know that, y'all. That's what the story said. But if you uh, if you renegotiating, uh, you renegotiating for more money. It's simple as that. In my mind, I mean, I don't know if she did or not. That's what the story says, y'all. I'm just repeating the story. So, <laughs> while she was up there in New York, she had time to think, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> go she her prenup. I don't know. Can you do that? Well, I guess you can. I guess you can. Yeah, I don't know. Spike Lee said race relations are worse because of uh, the country responding to the first black president. That's just something to that, too. Let's go. uh, Let's do this. Going on on the corn ferry. Corn Ferry. Term Pro in twenty ten. That He turned pro in 2010. Hmm. I don't know. I got a C. Oh, I'm right on the mic again, y'all. I got a C, Joseph Bramley. He claimed to be... American American or something? 
I don't know, yo. Well, let's see what else is going on in the world. Hello, okay, we're going to take a break right here, y'all. we got to take a break for the calls. We'll be right back. You got me, Hushmo. Y'all hanging out. I'll be right back. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Welcome back. Welcome back to the Hushville Black Forum. You got me Hushville driving this train. This while getting on up this eight uh eight twenty five. Eight twenty five in the ATL, y'all. Yeah. Well, you know, I uh just uh listening to uh some oldies with goodies and pulled out a couple of old Sam Cook uh songs. Y'all I don't know. How many artists even remember Sam Cook? Sam Cook was maybe had maybe the best voice of his generation, y'all. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, male singers. Uh, you send me uh, Sam Cook was it? You know, back in the late fifties, early sixties, Sam Cook was a man, y'all. Uh, but Sam Cooke got his start singing gospel, singing with a group by the name of the Soulsters, a Mississippi group. And Sam Cooke's from Mississippi. I didn't, you know, uh, realize that until here recently. But Sam Cooke's from Mississippi. But as a, at a real young age, he started singing lead singers, singers, uh, uh he was the lead singer of uh, the spiritual group called the Soulsters. The Soulsters was the biggest religious group out there back in the 50s, one of the biggest. And uh, Sam Cooke was the uh, lead singer. I mean, he was 16, 17 years old. And uh, he went from, that, from there to uh, rhythm and blues. Uh, uh, but uh, I... I pulled down, I didn't, you know, a couple of uh, things you, you're going to remember by him, but I'm going to play a couple of cuts from uh, the Soul Stir years that uh, you could get a, an appreciation of this guy's voice. Uh, singing gospel uh, music, uh uh, Sam Cooke uh, with the Soul Stirs. Uh, check check this out. Oh, my God. 
He should have 65 on Sunday. He got a chance to win. And, uh, he should have 65. Well, he may have to go lower. He may have to shoot a 63. Should have known 63 on Sunday. He'll win. He can't go lower. The guy's they got hit as many fairways and as many greens as anybody out there. This guy hit as many fairways and as many greens as anybody out there. There ain't too many people out driving him either. He hit the ball plenty far enough. <clears throat> That's not his problem. He hit the ball plenty far enough. Uh, he's small and special. I mean, he's five, eight on my side. But uh, this guy hit the ball 300 yards, huh? Yeah, you get the ball 300 plus yards. Uh, but uh, he's got to learn to learn to learn to win on the weekends. Uh, I think he's getting getting better at it. Michael Jordan is uh, endorsing him. He that helped him a lot. Helped him calm down. We should start picking up a few endorsements. Uh, got a few extra dollars coming in on the side where you ain't crunching out there trying to make a living at golf alone. You can kind of settle down and concentrate on the game a lot more. I mean, Tiger Woods makes $200 million damn near a year away, away from the golf course. So, yeah, when you get in that kind of, when you get to that, uh, it's always better if you play professional golf to have some endorsers uh, paying you money so that you don't have to worry about trying to <laughs> make a living entirely uh, on the golf course because that's a hard game, y'all. It's a hard thing to win out there on that PGA. And uh, if you ain't, if you don't have to count, 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 what? If you don't have to count 100% on uh, uh, make uh, uh, you know feed yourself off of the golf, uh, it's always good. And uh, he's picking up a few endorsements. I know he, 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 uh, Michael Jordan has uh, stepped up and uh, he's endorsing him. <coughs> That's got to ease some of the uh, <coughs> some of the uh, him up some more. I think you'll start to see. I think you're gonna to start to see him uh, contend uh, a lot more because this guy, this guy hit the ball as straight as anybody. Uh, this guy hit the ball as straight as anybody. He has many fairways and greens as anybody. So his problem is once he get on the green, trying to uh, take it to the next next level. Uh, he got to pick that putting game up. A few things he needs to add. He's had some spin to his shot. He got to learn how to spin that ball. I'm shocked that he don't spin the balls well. Somehow he hit the ball too flat. But I noticed over this tournament, he's hitting his trajectory on that ball is a lot, uh, a lot better. Uh, what clubs do he use anyway? I, I wonder. Let's see what we can find out. If I can Google, maybe I can find out what clubs of hell Vern I used. Uh, I don't know, but uh seemed like he need to uh, 
get a better trajectory. Let's see what you play. Uh, I, I, I don't know exactly what currency playing. Let's see. Let's see. I still don't see what currency is playing.
Hey, uh, we're going to see you next week, same time, same station. We out of here. You got hush, bro. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.